This is an ABC podcast. Hack. Hey, it's Dave Marchese. Welcome to the Hack Podcast. And we're a few days into this trial that we're doing of segmenting the Hack Podcast. You might notice it's looking a little different. We're breaking it up to make it easier to find the stories you want to listen to quickly. And we want to hear your feedback because it is a trial. We're already getting some. Some of you have been hitting us up. And thank you so much for letting us know how you're finding it. Because genuinely, we want to make this experience as easy and as enjoyable for you as we can. We want to make the podcast work for you. So if you do have feedback, if you want to tell us what's working, what's not, you can hit us up on Instagram, the Hack website, send us an email. Anyway, time to get into breakups. You know, it used to be pretty niche, people jumping onto their socials to hard launch their breakups, kind of like hard extinguishing their relationships, really, is the best way to put it. Telling everyone it's all over with their partner, why and how it happened. Celebrities were the first ones to start doing this, talking about conscious uncoupling, giving big statements about what had happened. But now it's become pretty mainstream and you'll be seeing it a lot on your own feeds with friends and distant acquaintances, a massive post or a quick Instagram story and all in revenge video on TikTok maybe. It can definitely make you feel a lot better knowing that there are people around you, that you're connected, get some stuff off your chest obviously. But there could be other bigger consequences that you haven't thought about. So what's happening with this hard launching of breakups? Is this something we're going to see more and more of? Our reporter Kimberly Price has been speaking to some people who've done it. Conscious uncoupling. The desk till Don Singer no longer follows the model on Instagram. It's over for Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson. Our breakup announcement trending on Twitter. This is just a way for it to be final. Yeah, almost like a, I guess, bookending the relationship. Yeah, an end of an era, almost. That's 30-year-old Annie, who, after the end of her five-year relationship, took to social media to inform the world about her newfound single status. I was with my ex-partner from the age of 19, and we were just, it was like we weren't separate people. It was always Annie and him. It was never, like, us separately, I guess. So because we were so together, it just felt, like the right thing to do was just to notify through social media. For Annie, the PSA was a way to close a major chapter on one part of her life and open another. I got a belly button piercing <laughs> as, a, as like a little fun little thing uh, to, to, I guess, celebrate a new beginning of my life. And I cut all my hair off. There's always a few things that people people can do. And Annie is the first to admit it's not everyone's cup of tea to post a breakup to social media. Some people prefer to soft launch their singledom through deleting photos, comments, and posts. Chloe Kardashian and Tristan Thompson are once again going their the separate The actor has ways. removed all traces of ex-girlfriend Lori Harvey. After weeks of speculation, JoJo Siwa finally confirmed that she and Obviously her girlfriend the good news have is it's a very amicable situation. Elizabeth Shaw is the CEO of Relationships Australia New South Wales and says a PSA can be a quick way to find a support network. Well, look, I think for anybody who can suddenly feel very lonely and isolated, the fact that you can reach out and immediately tap into a great deal of validation, support, sympathy, encouragement um, is enormously rewarding. And with the rise of social media playing a dominant role in our everyday lives, a PSA could feel like a natural post-breakup step. 
Sometimes you've recorded the whole relationship online. It's a way that people do make all sorts of announcements. There's something about going on a journey with everyone you know. Um, it's a really efficient method of communicating, but it has a lot of downsides because of all of those things too. And of course, people can observe this so you don't necessarily want to know all your business. Do you think we will see more of, you know, the everyday person deciding to go public with their breakup? Look, absolutely. I think um, I think there's a lot more being discussed about it. And for some people, again, that completeness of the record is important to them. So I think it's an empowering thing to consider the role social media is going to play in your life and to make sure that you're in charge of that and on top of it and not at the mercy. But before you go and air all your dirty laundry from your breakup, you might want to think about some of the repercussions especially if pets and assets are involved. For a start, it can end up attached to an affidavit in court <laughs> um, and a judge might not find it so funny. So you can find that um, a revenge one uh, can have negative ramifications in the court. It could even be used as the basis for some sort of domestic violence order or application by the other person. Lynn Galvin is the co-host of The Divorce Course podcast, along with her daughter, Lauren Ferrosi. And she's been a family lawyer for 35 years. I can remember attaching Facebook statuses and posts back in 2005 when Facebook had only been around for a little while. But And it was a little bit unusual at the time, but now it's the first place you go looking for evidence. The mother-daughter duo used TikTok to educate people about divorce. And Lauren has seen a surge in people using the platform to announce the end of their relationships. Everyone's taking their leads from the celebrities. I mean, uh, one of the Kardashians had that TV show where they'd go away after they'd been dumped and come back looking amazing and living an amazing life. And I think it's just a reflection of that. So, after making an announcement herself, would Annie recommend a breakup PSA to others? It's such a personal preference thing I'm finding. If you haven't done it or if you haven't seen someone do it, your response to it is more likely to be, oh, that's a bit weird. I never thought I would have done it when when I did it. It just made sense. Hack on Triple J. Kimberly Price with that story. And, hey, we're getting a lot of feedback on this one. <laughs> People are having a lot to say about the very public breakup post. Someone says, look, it's definitely cringe, but low-key love the goss. Yeah, we all do. We all want to know what's going on in other people's lives. Another person, Claire, says, this is so cringe. If it didn't work out, the people who care about it are probably the ones who are close to the people anyway. They're going to know anyway. Stop broadcasting every little detail online. Fair point, fair point. But, you know, others might have a different view. Lauren French is a sexologist, knows a lot about relationships, the psychology behind them, also a friend of Hack, and she's with us now. Hey, Lauren, thanks for jumping on. Hey, Dave, always fun to be here. Sharing breakup news on social media, what do you reckon? Is this a healthy thing to do? Uh, I think there's positives and negatives, as per everything in the world, I feel. Mm. Um but I think there are definitely some people that, as kind of the package was talking about, that idea of closing chapters, of feeling like you're drawing a hard line in the sand at the end of relationships. I definitely think when we are watching people and when we feel really immersed in other people's lives, like there are definitely some public figures that I follow quite closely that have had breakups that I have felt like quite 
invested in. Oh, yeah. And I've kind of been like, oh, like that person's not there anymore. And then you wait for them to address it. But I obviously think if you're going to make such a post, you've really got to consider what kind of outcome you're wanting and acknowledge the fact that you have very little control in the outcome and reaction you get from those kind of posts. If you are thinking of doing this, is it something that you should be bringing up with your ex? Like maybe think asking what they think of it, considering how they might be feeling about it? Look, I would say yes in ideal situations, but I'm very aware some breakups will be in that stage where a conversation with your ex is not going to happen on any kind of grounds. But also in those situations as well, I think it's important to think about if you're going to put something out there that's about an ex-partner, how much of your ex-partner are you actually bringing into it? Like, is this about you moving on into a new stage or are we just going on to bash our ex kind of thing Mm. online? And I think those two are very different things that people are going out and doing. There is a lot of talk about this being something really new and a new trend and stuff, but I guess it's been around for a bit. Like on Facebook a decade ago, people were changing their relationship statuses. I remember the it's complicated Yeah, and (laughs) the big thing. You'd go to school the next day and you'd be like, oh, did you see there? It's complicated now. Exactly. You need to like find out what's happening. No, and that's the thing. I think it's definitely just a newer maybe platform or way of doing it and it's an idea that's been around forever. It's the same reason why we want to, you know, go and talk to friends, go and talk to people, give them those informations about our life because we want to share the experience with people. But I think... When you're doing it online in these sort of social media platforms, you might be sharing that experience with, you know, thousands and thousands of people and you don't necessarily want thousands and thousands of advice and opinions and things coming at you as well. If you do see that one of your mates has done this, they're obviously really in their feels, they're going through a lot, what's the best way of responding? Like you might feel like you've got to make a public comment like on the post. You might feel like you've got to comment on that post. Is that the best way? Ah. Uh, Look, I particularly I think if it's someone you know personally, I think I'm always going to send that person a message. I'm going to have a one-on-one chat. It's not something I'm going to then kind of bring into the public space. Uh, I think as well, though, if it's maybe someone I don't know as well, that maybe I don't feel comfortable having a one-on-one message or you know DMing them or like having a phone call, then maybe I will leave some form of comment which is about support. But I think it's different if you're trying to have like a conversation with someone in the comments on a, you know, Instagram video. Like I think that's probably not the best space to have those because you're not really going to get a lot of people being vulnerable because, you know, it's not a safe place for that to happen. That's true. Wise words from a wise person, sexologist Lauren French. (laughs) We always appreciate your insights. You've always got all the answers. Thanks so much for joining us on Hack. Uh, Thanks, Dave. And we've got some messages coming through, a heap of messages coming through on this one. Someone says, I've seen friends do it to make sure that no one treats their ex-partner badly after the breakup. Okay, that's interesting. And Lucas from New Zealand says, just like in the grab you played, people are thinking they're celebrities. Like a post, these people are looking for attention. No one gives a shit. Lucas, maybe you're right. Hack on Triple Jack.